Hey Kairos family, I am genuinely excited to introduce our new sermon series that we're going to have running throughout the summer. I gave a little hint to it in the weekly email a little while ago, uh, but what we're calling this is this series is Ordinary Acts of Worship. Really proud of that name. Uh, we are, since Pentecost, in ordinary time. We're going to be going through the book of Acts, and our whole focus here is on worship is action. Ordinary acts of worship, it's like a triple wordplay. Come on, pretty good. But I, I am more excited about this than just because of the name, I promise. Uh, as I mentioned in my, in my letter, that I really believe there are two forms of worship as for us as followers of Jesus. The first is the traditional one when we come together as a community uh, on Sundays and, uh, and we worship God. And we are ordered to go out and, and live the rest of the week. And it's that rest of the week that is the, the second form of worship, the, the Monday through Saturday, where through our actions and in our, in our habits, we continue to embody what we did on Sunday out in the world. And what we're going to do during this series is, in a very real way, try to encourage and equip you um, to worship in that Monday through Saturday way, even on Sunday. And there's, there's two reasons for this. The first is, we are just not in a Sunday context right now. We are not in a place where we are able to all gather together in worship. We are in a Monday through Saturday context, even on Sunday, and so it makes sense that we turn our worship towards that way. It even feels like an opportunity. And the second reason is that we believe when we really worship with our lives throughout the week, that it naturally makes connections with other people. It naturally draws us into community. This is what the Spirit does. And while we believe that one day, and we're hoping very soon, we will be able to gather back together again as a whole community, we know our journey back to that will be in one-on-one -on -one interactions and in smaller communities. And so we are hopeful that this way of worship will begin that journey and will actually encourage you to begin to connect with one another. And so what you can expect is a very sparse service. Lots of normal parts aren't there, and that's because we really want to emphasize, and we know it's probably going to be jarring a little bit, but emphasize that worship can be action and that we can be about this. It's not to say that the important parts that maybe we leave out or do differently are no longer important. Uh, but like, for instance, instead of having a leader call us to worship, remind us that God has called us in, we're going to give you a scripture that we hope you will take and act upon as a way of living into that truth, not just on Sunday, but throughout the week. And so what we will end up doing is we will end up offering ideas, hopefully give you equipping and encouragement to engage those ideas so you don't feel like you're, you're floundering. And there's no expectation that you do all of them. 
In fact, you might choose to respond to God's word in a totally different way. We just are excited to take this opportunity to not passively sit back, but know that God is on the move and we can join him. But we also know that this is going to take real effort on our part and on your part. And it's going to be the hardest kind of effort. It's new effort. Working new muscles. I don't know if you've ever taken a long layoff from running and then try running again. But it ain't pretty. But I believe that these muscles that we are going to work are worth getting into shape. Not just for this moment when we can't gather together, but even more so when we are able to come back as a community and worship. Because I believe it will be, we will be a more robust community because of it. Well, of course, I, I stumbled upon this quote by Will Willimon. I think it just captures what our hope and prayer is. He says this, The quality of the church's life together is evidence for the truthfulness of the resurrection. The most eloquent testimony to the reality of the resurrection is not an empty tomb or a well-orchestrated pageant on Easter Sunday, but rather a group of people whose life together is so radically different, so completely changed from the way the world builds community. And it might sound bold, but that's my prayer for us this, um, this summer. That as we respond to the acts of, of the apostles, as we hear the word of God, our spiritual acts of worship will form us into a community that reflects the resurrection to each other and to the world. Grace and peace. Excited to be on this journey with you.